Hey, welcome back to the Scatter Joy Podcast. My name is Zach Thompson. What's up, family? I am AP. Today, we have Trina Chan. Trina is the co-founder of Number 8. And I don't know if you guys are hanging around the mental health world at all, but you probably have seen Number 8 on Instagram. They sell nootropic gummies and uh, just doing some really amazing things. In the simplest of terms, it's meant to help with your cognitive function. So your ability to focus, to concentrate, to even just fall asleep. And the way that I like to describe it also is it's a vitamin for your brain. So in some sense, it's really meant to help heighten what's already there. When we were starting to build the brand, there were a lot of well-intentioned people that were mentioning, you know, don't mention that you're Asian founded. That was something that I think our team took in and we doubled down on the fact that no, we want to be able to represent. And I think particularly in the space of wellness, that was something that I very proudly wanted to just be able to claim in the sense that, you know, we have the ability to take up space and not just that, create something that's beautiful and meaningful and efficacious as well. This podcast is brought to you by The Scatterjoy Project. The Scatterjoy Project is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on mental and emotional health. Since launching in January of 2021, we've helped people jump over hurdles that get in the way of their own healing journey. The first hurdle being the negative stigma that accompanies mental health, the second one being the overwhelming search for mental health care. And the third, the cost of mental health care. If you, a friend or a family member are searching for a therapist, a counselor, a support group, or other mental health care programs, you can do so on our website at thescatterjoyproject.com. Also, if you feel inspired to give to our cause, you can do so as well on our website, thescatterjoyproject.com slash donate. You can now text the word scatter. S-C-A-T-T-E-R to 741-741 to get connected to free 24-7 confidential crisis counselors in an instant. Crisis doesn't just mean that you're experiencing suicidal ideation. This is for any painful emotion that you experience at any part of the day. And once you text SCATTER to 741-741, you'll be connected to a certified crisis counselor that will introduce themselves, ask about your situation, and listen, they will invite you to share at your own pace. The goal of any conversation with a crisis counselor is to make sure that you're in a safe place. Sometimes that means just talking through things and having them to listen to you. And sometimes that also means them referring you to further help. Help us scatter the news that you can text SCATTER to 741-741 and get connected to the help that you need and deserve. Hey, welcome back to the Scatter Joy Podcast. My name is Zach Thompson. What's up, family? I am AP. Today, we have Trina Chan. Trina is the co-founder of Number 8. And I don't know if you guys are hanging around the mental health world at all, but you probably have seen Number 8 on Instagram. It's a, it's a company that's growing in rapid pace, I feel like. I actually got served up an ad by Number 8 today no on way. Instagram yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when I was doing my morning scroll. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But, but number eight, uh, is a company they, uh, they sell nootropic gummies and, uh, just doing some really amazing things. Nootropics are, I'm, I mean, we're going to ask you this, but, yeah. but nootropics in my head, uh, just help our brain function. And I know that there's a lot more definition and science to that, but 
Trina is the co-founder, kind of visionary for it. Uh, just an amazing person to be able to talk to and has such a cool story. Trina, thank you so much for being here. No, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm such a fan of Scatterjoy as well. And I love your branding as a creative person. Just have to give you kudos for that. I feel like everything that you've rolled out is just so cohesive. And so I'm equally a fan of yours. I'm super happy <laughs> awesome. to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Same thing with number eight. It's eye catching. Everything that you guys do is just amazing. It's, it's like catchy from a aesthetic perspective, but it's also like not only the thing that I love about number eight and what you guys have done, me and AP were actually just talking about this before we jumped on the call is that like you guys are selling a product that is making like our cognitive function, our brain function better, healthier, For but sure. at the same time, it's like a different approach to mental health in a way, but you guys use your social platforms to not just sell and market, but to educate people yeah. on what proper brain function is, how to improve it, not just using nootropics and different things like that, but also just educating people. Like I, I remember the first time that I saw number eight was when 988 became the new suicide prevention like line number. And I saw your, your guys's post being shared by so many different people. And I was like, man. And then a friend of ours, Donovan Beck, um, reached out and was like, Hey, you guys, you need to like reach out to number eight. They've, they're doing some really oh. cool things. So a lot of people probably hear nootropics and they're like, what in the world are those? <laughs> like, well, can the you way that you described it is spot on in the simplest of terms. It's meant to help with your cognitive function. So your ability to focus, to concentrate, to even just fall asleep. And the way that I like to describe it also is it's a vitamin for your brain. So in some sense, it's really meant to help heighten what's already there. I really don't like the term, you know, and a lot of wellness brands like to throw this out, you know, become the best version of you. It's, I think that's a bit aspirational. It's great if that tagline resonates, but you know, for us, it's kind of like we're enhancing what's already there and just making sure that you're showing up in the best light possible for that day, that time. Um, and, you know, how this came about was just pretty interesting. So before starting number eight, I was actually part of the founding team at a company called Museum of Ice Cream. And it was there that, you know, I was learning how to design rooms, really what to put within the retail spaces, how to forge partnerships. And that was really my firsthand uh, experience of just really understanding what it means to craft a brand identity. And it was just so, in I think it was incredible to understand like, okay, this is what I've learned and this is what I'm going to infuse into this new brand that I'm developing. So Zach, I know he sent you some products. AP, I need to send you some products too. But the unboxing experience is something that was very much inspired by my time at Museum of Ice Cream. I wanted to be able to develop something that people enjoyed opening and it was a moment. It was something that you could remember. Um, and that was very critical for me, especially being a creative and coming into a category that's so saturated and very clinical. Um, you know, a, a bunch of supplements will come in plastic bottles, super clear and very minimalistic design. And I think the fact that we also started creating this 
right as we went into lockdown was a very interesting time to be designing and to be creating. I started reaching out to all of our friends and family and we were holding these like massive focus groups. And I think for the first time, people were feeling very isolated, very lonely. And so I would ask questions like, you know, send me what your medicine cabinet looks like or how are you storing your supplements? And everyone was sending me like photos of these drawers that were just like piled to the brim of like these plastic bottles or their medicine cabinets. And a lot of them would tell me, oh, I actually forgot I had this. I didn't even know I had this. And to me, that's kind of a waste of money. Why are you purchasing something just to leave it in the back of your your counter and, and not take it? So that presented a new opportunity. Okay, we're going to design something that people would enjoy having out in their kitchen counter, their work desk, maybe it looks like a candle, which is where I drew a lot of inspiration from as well, or tea canisters even. Um, And so just something that people enjoyed having out. So you actually remember how to take it. And from a neuroscience perspective, you know, if you want to establish a good habit, a recurring habit, it needs to be enjoyable. So how do we make this aesthetically pleasing in addition to tasting good as well? And so that to me was just kind of, you know, how do we make this fun? How do we make this an experience in itself so that when you look at it, you actually derive some form of joy? Um, and that to me is just, you know, the the really the halo effect of good branding. If something catches your eye, you're most likely going to Google it. You're going to take a photo of it. You're going to ask somebody about it. It's kind of a conversation point. It's a connecting point. And that is just something that is immensely valuable. I think, especially again, as I said, in a category that there's thousands and thousands of supplements and thousands of gummies, but you know, I think what sets us apart is not just our story, but also how we look visually. And I think people get excited about that and want to learn more because of that. All right. So with like, you were just talking about like the whole process needs to be enjoyable now, like with nootropics, how does that go? How is that going to like help people within their cognitive abilities? Like, yes, opening the package is going to be enjoyable, but like, what is kind of the science behind it? And how did you guys like develop the science behind it? So we actually started off by developing a wellness council, and these are experts of different aspects of brain health. So we actually found our chief medical advisor, Dr. Jang, on Instagram, and we sort of reached out to him out of the blue. He took a call with us, and this is someone who leads the neurosurgery department at St. Jude's. He did his undergrad at Stanford University and his med school there as well. Um, So we understood that from that medical lens, he was someone who was very well established, very familiar with this space. And he ultimately signed on with us because he understood the value of making brain health, the topic, a lot more accessible and a lot more, I, I guess, just enticing overall for people in their 20s and 30s, because brain health really does start at a young age and things like Alzheimer's, dementia, which are patients that he sees day in, day out these are things that are actually preventable. And so if we mm. can help to spread that information, that is a value add that he sees um, you know, as something that he is wanting to actually help contribute towards. That, of course, in addition to our formulation, making sure that the products that we're pushing out are actually efficacious. 
Um, and then separately, we had reached out to Dr. Tavi Choi. He is a Stanford professor and a neuropsychiatrist by training. And for him, he really helps us to break down, you know, what is happening within our body as we're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, and what are ways that we can sort of help minimize the the anxiousness, those feelings, the physical aspect that comes with those sensations. Hmm. And then we most recently brought on board Nawal, who's also known as the Brain Coach on Instagram, and Nawal's a neuropsychiatrist, a neuropsychologist, sorry, um, and a PhD candidate within that realm. So a lot of her content is based on mental health. So what happens, you know, when you're having imposter syndrome, what are the ways that you can sort of walk yourself through that and make sure that you're not sitting in that thought and making sure that's not affecting the rest of your day or your productivity. And so among the three of them, we're able to really understand and come to the table with what is a holistic approach to brain health and how is that interconnected to mental health? There's not, hmm. you know, no such thing as talking about one without actually bringing up the, the topic of the other. And then outside of that too, it comes down to the formulation. So one thing that sets us apart from really a lot of the supplements that are out there is we only use active ingredients that have proven efficacy in healthy adult humans. And the reason why I emphasize that is because a lot of the supplements that are on the market actually utilize data from test tubes or lab mice. And that doesn't necessarily translate to an adult human body. So for us, it was really critical. We're able to provide that layer of transparency and making sure those data points are actually shown on our website. And the reason for that, again, is because if you're on medication, if you're breastfeeding, if you're pregnant, and you're curious as to whether this product is right for you, we want to be able to have you take this data to your to your uh, physician, your psychiatrist, whoever you're seeing, and make sure that they can actually look through the medical literature and help to really help you identify whether this is safe for you to be taking. Um, so that's really the science within a nutshell, and that, that, of course, helping to also educate on what nootropics are. Um, you know, this is something that is a relatively new category. I think people are nervous to take it because there's questions around, you know, is this a cannabis product? Is this something that's going to change my brain structure? And, you know, this is something that we always like to say there's synthetic nootropics. So an example of that is Adderall. And then there's natural nootropics. And the one that's most common that everyone knows is coffee, a coffee bean. Um, so we only specialize in naturally derived nootropics. Things are uh, that come from botanicals and herbs, and we formulate at the minimum effective dose. So nothing's meant to override your system or make you jittery or anxious or, you know, have any of those um, re really negative sensations that may come with other supplements or other energy drinks that are out there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, what I'm I'm so curious to to even get into and know your personal backstory with cognitive health and mental health yeah. and all these things, because, you know, I, you don't just start a, a company and, and found a company that you don't have any personal passion or story behind. And so just totally. like, how did you become inspired to create number eight yourself? So I actually grew up in Singapore and in Asia, I would say as a whole, the topic of mental health is now starting to come to the surface. I would say it's driven primarily by Gen Z. And uh, that's something that's, you know, very, I, I think, reassuring to see. But 
as I was growing up, the topic of how are you feeling, you know, like, are you, um, or, or just even that, that, that question alone never came up. And so my way of processing any sort of negative emotions were to just hold it in. And as we all know, that's not the healthiest way to cope. Um, so it's really like, I would really attribute my time in isolation. That's when I started finally seeing a therapist, really doing the inner work to understand what I was going through, how to process my emotions. And that to me was just a light bulb moment of really understanding, Hey, I don't need to believe every single thought that comes to mind, or, you know, I have the ability to actually change course. I don't need to think or believe in this specific thing that I've been told all my life. Um, and I think those turning points for me were really able to help me put a spotlight on, you know, why have I been dealing with depression? Why have I been dealing with anxiety and normalizing those conversations with my husband, my friends, my family, making sure that, you know, there was an outlet for it and people knew that, you know, where I was standing mentally. And I think through people watching that journey around me that love me and care for me, that topic of mental health or the the topic around depression or anxiety became a lot more normalized. And I understood the impact of that within my own circles. So that's something that I was wondering, you know, as, as I were thinking about our social good, what are we going to talk about on social media outside of our product? That was what helped me understand, okay, there has to be something that's helpful here because I'm tired of scrolling through endless posts that are just meaningless or very materialistic. And that was something to me that as I found, you know, I would say Instagram also exacerbated a lot of these Instagram therapists. You know, there's now a lot of mental mm. health content that exists online. But as we were building this out, this was something that was relatively new. It was just coming to the surface. And so that yeah. to me was just, you know, how do we make sure that we're actually uh, really putting out information that's valuable, that's comforting, that people can actually take with them for the rest of their lives or even open up conversations that they're scared to have. And the biggest thing for me too is like really understanding the language that I've learned through therapy. I I hate that therapy is super inaccessible and, it, and that's why I'm like, I'm super excited to see what you're doing through Scatterjoy to make this a lot more accessible for people who don't have the means to access it. Um, you know, how how do we actually take these learnings and, and make sure to like distill this for people that really need it in a way that's sticky, in a way that's non-confrontational. And right. that to me is just a way that we can open up that discourse because for us as well, one thing that I was able to understand just through working with our council members, our wellness council, is that there's multiple things that impact our mental health conditions. It can be your genetics, it can be your environment, your lifestyle. You know, it's something as simple as if you're in a very stressful job or constantly in a very stressful situation, those things can really impact how you show up for yourself on a daily basis. And so, you know, just because you're dealing with depression or anxiety or intrusive thoughts, it doesn't mean that you're broken. It's very much, you know, what is happening within your life that dictates that. So that's why it's so important that we have these tools within our mental health toolbox to just really be able to pull out anytime we're feeling stressed or anxious, to be able to coach ourselves through those those periods where it's it's really, really painful. It's really disheartening. Um, you know, really understanding like how do I shift my mindset? You know, even if it's something as simple as I'm gonna take some time out of my day today to go on a walk. 
Um, you know, right. what does that do for you mentally? Now, normally, if you're moving your body whenever you're anxious, it helps to really balance out your cortisol levels. And that is something that is simple. It's affordable. It's certainly something you have to make time for. But that's why for us, it's really important to be able to push this information out and share it with a wide audience. Because the more that we're able to share this, the more, you know, easier it becomes when these stressful situations arise. And Unfortunately, stress is inevitable in all of our lives. So, you know, how yeah. do we make this uh, an easier approach for everybody collectively to just learn together and grow together too? Yeah, I'm so glad that you brought up like it's physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, relational. It's like all of those things wrapped into one that can all affect our mental health and emotional That's health. Right. And AP uh, is actually a, a personal trainer by trait. Yeah. And so like you know, this dude more than anyone else understands like the physicality of your mental health and play. Can you speak to that AP a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when, when training, I'm, I really fall in love with the mental and emotional transformations of clients, even more than the physical, we can all lose weight, you know, but there's something to be said about you know, one being a person of integrity. And that means just keeping the promises that you made to yourself, right? So if you said that you're going to go to the gym at this time, you follow through, you have a heightened sense of self-confidence because now you're dependable. You know what I mean? Hmm. Not even talking about, you know, the dopamine and serotonin that's like released during these activities. Um, But even just, you know, being dependable, being someone of your word and, and following through. And I think our mental health is improved when we're aiming for something, you know, when we have kind of a sense of purpose and, and there's something we're, we're chasing after. So totally. I, I love it. And yeah. I, and I also love um, the team building that you guys did in terms of, you know, we found subject matter experts to be able to, you know, create this product. Um, so you guys, who were great with branding and marketing, you guys teamed up with, you know, people who were great with, you know, brain health to develop a product that is very, very quality. And I think it's dope because, you know, you don't have to do anything by yourself in business or, or creating something, um, get the people that know what's up and then you guys do what you do best. And now so many people are reaping the benefits because it's not just about the knowledge but the branding aspect as well, because if there's no great branding or marketing, people aren't really going to be able to reap the rewards of, of the product. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Trina, like you were saying, um, you know, it's, you want it to be seen. And obviously the, the name of the brand number eight is like, it kind of piques some sort of curiosity. You were talking about branding earlier and you were like, right. branding should, should lead to some sort of curiosity with it the the even the the name number eight does that have some sort of like significance within like your backstory or anything like that for sure and and just before answering that question too ap i i think for me you know the biggest thing that derives a lot of joy is my time in the gym and strength training and i think you're absolutely right in the sense that that is the single handedly the one thing that i can trace back that i can say for sure that 
has given me the ability to have more confidence in myself. I think just wow. even understanding, oh, I have the ability to get stronger just by moving up a weight. I can challenge myself. And once I challenge mm-hmm. myself with this and I achieve that, it unlocks another thing that I can then go and, and sort of set out and go and conquer. Um, so, you know, I think even from a, a science perspective too, that's the one thing that every single person on our council says. Yeah. If there's one thing that you you can do for yourself, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, it's getting out and moving your body or lifting mm. weights. Like that's the one thing that they will all say collectively and agree upon, you know, more yeah. than anything, more than your diet. It's just really making sure keep yourself in check when it comes to your physical health and make sure to get your body moving each day. Absolutely. So, so that's, good. I, I, I love hearing that. And, you know, that's something that for me, it's I, I truly feel passionate about as well, because I notice anytime I'm stressed or I, when I feel like I just don't want to move, um, when I'm super depressed, the last thing that I want to do is get out of the house or just get yeah. out from bed. And, you know, that's something that I've just trained myself to do. Um, you know, whenever I start feeling those emotions, it's like, ah, got to get out, got to keep moving, got to lift those weights and get a sweat in. And oftentimes it just helps me feel so much better. So Mm, have to encourage that for anybody. Um, but yeah, even, you know, when it comes to the branding, it was such a, a pivotal time, you know, in March of 2020, there was so much discourse around, um, you know, the BLM movement, I know in San Francisco, these were, you know, protests that I had to also attend, making sure to stand in unity. And then shortly after that, you know, those, the, the marches had happened here in the Bay. There was also a lot of discourse locally around Asian hate. And particularly within our community here in San Francisco, there were certain incidents that happened, um, you know, the stabbing on Market Street for the two old mm. Asian Asian women who were waiting for the bus. Um, you know, there's just so much that was happening around um, spotlighting this category because with COVID and, you know, the racialization of that, I think a lot of people were just, you know, specifically targeting Asian people and, and wanting to take a lot of anger and frustration out on them for this this particular case. And so when we were starting to build the brand, there were a lot of well-intentioned people that were mentioning, you know, don't mention that you're Asian founded. I think that's just something that should be a given because people will think that this is a China product and they won't want to buy it if they're in the U.S. And, Mm. uh, you know, I, I understood where that was coming from fully. And that was something that I think our team took in and we doubled down on the fact that no we want to be able to represent. And I think particularly in the space of wellness, it was very difficult to find people who were um, of Asian descent in this space. And so that was something that I very proudly wanted to just be able to claim in the sense that, you know, we have the ability to take up space and not just that, create something that's beautiful and meaningful and efficacious as well. And so the eight really stems from my upbringing um, and my co-founder as well, we're both from Singapore and the eight is such an auspicious number in our culture. And it stands for balance. It stands for harmony. Of course, it stands for wealth also. Um, And that's because no matter which way you slice the eight, whether it's horizontal, whether it's vertical, it's symmetrical. And that Mm. to us was a great way to really reference our belief in the mind and body connection. You know, just because you're taking care of yourself, whether you're going to the gym or you're eating well, um, you know, if your connection to yourself is broken and if you're not checking in with yourself constantly in the same way that, you know, you're brushing your teeth daily, 
you know, that can truly manifest in physical ailments and, and sicknesses. And so that's really why we're doing what we're doing. It's not just because you're, you know, I think I'd mentioned to you, Zach, because you're taking Calm or Calm gummies doesn't guarantee you're going to be calm for the rest of your life, but it's more so, you know, what are you doing to couple with that habit of taking the gummies? Is it a journaling practice? Is it a walk outdoors? Like, what are you doing for yourself to help feed that emotional and that spiritual well-being to really reinforce that feeling of calm? So it's really, you know, that holistic view of what does it mean to be well? Uh, what does it, Mm. what does wellness mean? And, you know, that for me and for the rest of our team, it really is, you know, brain health and mental health as well. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like everything is just so well connected with like who we are, the human body and mind is just so insane. And, and like you were saying, like these are nootropics are supplements, like they should, and they should also be used as such. Like they supplement your health, they supplement other habits that you can create to, (laughs) to kind of steal the thing that you hate to say, creating your best self earlier. So for you, like even in this journey, what were some of those other things that maybe, uh, helped you the most overcome the trauma of like the Asian hate, uh, like that you were experiencing and that the world was experiencing at that time? Like, what were you doing yourself that was like really helping you gain your like homeostasis, mental health, emotional health back to like a good standing? I think reminding myself that, you know, there's other people that have gone through this that are experiencing this. So I'm a huge advocate and I tell this to every other entrepreneur, every new founder that's also, you know, within the same space as me. It's like, reach out to people and ask them for a chat and or even ask for help. I think that's the most liberating thing that I've understood. It's like those words, hey, can you help me is oftentimes Mm. the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself. And you'd be surprised how many times or how many people are actually willing to jump in and take a call or just like really introduce you to someone else that they think may, may be able to better advise. But You know, I think it's also surrounding myself with other founders that have gone through this, you know, whether it is in the past or currently, it's also reading, you know, books that help to fill me up and inspire me of just other people's journeys as well. And I think a lot of the the time that I spent was also looking on YouTube, you know, like I wanted to see other um, Asian founders, other people within the entertainment industry talk about this as well, because I was trying to figure out how to verbalize it, how I was feeling. And I think just through listening to other people, it helped to give me the language as well of just being able to identify like, oh, I can relate to that. Or, you know, that's something that I haven't experienced, but it's good to know. And, you know, just really wanting to arm myself with as much information as possible. And again, remind myself that this was not something that's been done before in this particular category. And that's why it was so valuable. And I think also if, if, if you know, people are, are turned off by the fact that this is Asian founded, if this has our roots in Singapore, then, you know, that's fine too. We're, we're not setting out to please everybody and that's cool as well. And, and hopefully you find some value in, in our, our content then, if not our product. So, you know, I think there's, there's multiple ways of looking at it, but there's not one lane and one viewpoint that we have to adhere to. Right. Yeah. Even, you know, AP and I were talking and I was showing him all the different supplements. I actually gave AP a focus one. You didn't take it right before this, did you? 
When, I, when did you I take wish it? I did. Um, <laughs> before, before some of my uh, sessions, it was great. Yeah. But uh, you, you even kind of noticed the flavors. We haven't really talked about the flavors yeah. of like the company. I think like that is the cool thing is like when you guys decided like, no, like screw this. We're going number eight. This is like we're proud of our heritage. We're proud of our like where we came from, who we are. Like we're going all in. Can you kind of explain like the flavor choices behind like what you guys have done with all the all the different things and aspects that uh, and supplements that you guys provide? Yeah, I can't, I can't believe I left that out, but that was such a critical component too and just how we were actually approaching this. I remember early on as well as we were sampling and doing all of our R&D, there was another comment thrown in that was like, okay, you guys should probably do like a strawberry lemonade or something that's, you know, very mass market, has more of a wider appeal and, you know, hopefully to cover up the fact that, you know, this is, don't make it so evident is what the, the you know, feedback was. And, you know, that was something that I'm such a foodie. I, I love my flavors and I, I grew up around these flavors also in Singapore and in Hong Kong. And this was something that I just wanted to be able to show up and, and represent. And I think just even talking to my community and understanding what was out there, you know, there was such a boom right now or just even during the time that we were creating things of Asian inspired flavors, you know, we were looking at brands like Fly by Jang, Sanzo, people that, mm. you know, I, I very much look up to and are in Whole Foods and are widely distributed now, you know, but just knowing that these people have gone before me, have claimed their heritage, have found an audience for it, and just wanting to also be part of that mix and just be equally as proud to stand by this. And, um, you know, that to me was just really important to be able to represent through our flavor choices as well. Yeah, I love it. Was was that a difficult choice? Because um, there's a lot of times when you can do things that are for, some would say, it's just a niche, you know, um, market. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. If you want to appeal to everyone, you should do X, Y, and Z. Right. And a lot of times we want to kind of chase the the money or chase the mass market. How was that for you, that that internal battle to, you know, want to make it appealing for everybody, but to also stick with what you know and, and represent your heritage? Because I know that's a that's a tough battle. It's a really tough battle. And super transparently, something we're still grappling with, right? Like mm-hmm. I think especially as we're opening up talks with retailers. I, I think there's a few people that are like, I just don't understand this flavor or like these choices. And, you know, that's also something that we know we're up against. And so I think it's just being fully open in the fact that like, hey, we're still figuring things out as we go. And who knows, maybe one day down the line, we'll launch a strawberry lemonade flavor. And, you know, <laughs> that would appeal more to a wider range of people. But I think for right now, it's just making sure that like, hey, there's a story, there's a purpose behind this. It's not that we're just throwing things in for the sake of throwing it. It's it's really like it comes with a a backstory. And that's something that we want to be able to resonate with an audience. And as I mentioned, too, you know, like this category in particular is super underrepresented. I think particularly in the world of nootropics, when I was doing my due diligence, it was very much based on like, you know, the Silicon Valley type of, um, you know, founder who is very Mm -hmm. much in this type of world and it's very male dominated. And I just wanted to, this to be something that's approachable, that's fun, that's beautiful to look at. And not just that, but if this is your sort of entry point into these unique flavor profiles, then that's an even bigger win. If I can introduce you to Yuzu or to lychee, like that's something that's a huge win for me. And I think, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm always going to be proud to stand behind. 
Yeah, it's so good. I think even talking about that holistically, we've done a couple different workshops from a from like our organization, the Scatter Joy Project, and it's all based on like identity. Like who do I show up as in the world? And even taking like your story of making sure that your identity and your co-founder's identity was stamped on the brand and saying like, no, I'm proud of who I am and I'm going to like portray this to the world. That is such like a great lesson for us as individuals, just like showing up in the world as ourselves. Like, no, like this is what I value. This is where I come from. These are the things that I believe in. And, and, and it's going to be accepted. It's such like a hard, a hard, like, decision and sticking point like yes it might not be accepted by some but like i'm showing up as myself it's going to be accepted by me because i'm going to live such a more like fulfilling and pleasing life to myself and also the people that like love me the most and so i just think that's such like a great like lesson and storyline to stamp on anyone who's listening to this even myself like i need that checkpoint of like well why am i really doing this like is this really truly me that's showing up in this way or am i trying to appease someone else by changing my behavior changing my belief or changing the way i talk or what i'm speaking about so i love that courage that you guys stepped out in yeah Yeah, i think when you show up Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it reminds me of, I was just about to say, I remember before we even launched, I was having a a heart to heart with one of my good friends, Elise Fox, who started Sad Girls Club, a nonprofit. And she was mentioning the same thing, you know, stick to your guns. Don't let any, don't waver just because somebody important is telling you a certain thing or giving you advice that is, you know, you didn't ask for. Um, and you know, your people will find you, your community will find you. And those who don't resonate, it doesn't matter. Your people will find you. And I think that's something that I've also been able to see firsthand just through this project and bringing this to life that like, absolutely that's the case. And the last thing you ever want to do is lose sight of yourself. Um, just because that's something that, you know, I think it's hard sometimes it's very uncomfortable sometimes, especially if you're in a room of people that just don't agree or don't believe in you. Um, and, and that's, those are the moments where it's even more critical to just double down and know that like, no, I'm capable, I'm worthy of this. And my story has meaning and it has purpose and there's something greater that it's leading me towards. And so that's something that I, I do have to remind myself day in, day out for sure. Even today. Yeah. And I think we're more successful and more comfortable when we don't have to show up and act uh, as a different version of ourselves when totally. when our brand represents exactly who we are it's there's a lot more cohesiveness and a lot more alignment naturally um so i love it and then you guys you guys have had a lot of success how did you and like when did you know that this product and that this um this entire company when did you know you had something like when things started really catching on So we are 10 months in to our official launch. And I think just even seeing the following that we've been able to just gather online, I would say, you know, a a large factor of that also is Nawal, who's on our council, has just been like incredible and helping me think through social strategy. What are we talking about? How is this rooted Mm -hmm. in actual studies that are rolling out and just staying on top of like relevant topics that are within the mental health space? Um, But I think it's also on the product side, seeing people share and talk about our product and know that, for example, last week we had someone write into us that said, you know, I purchased your product. I found it on Facebook 
purchased it. I normally take Xanax to fall asleep and to stay asleep. And I was so surprised after taking four gummies of your sleep gummies that I was able to actually reap the same benefit and I didn't wake up groggy and it wasn't something that was synthetic. And so if we're able to help people switch off of something like Xanax, which is super heavy and not something you should be reliant on, you know, that to me is a huge win. And I think it's just super important as well. You know, we have people who are, you know, have ADHD and are taking Adderall and we've seen a lot of a halo effect happen around our focus gummies as well with Sharp PS, the active ingredient. So I think for us, it's just also knowing that, you know, these are replacements for things that people are kind of dependent on right now with synthetic means. And these this is a natural approach, a natural way to move forward. You know, for energy, for example, coffee is actually like black coffee, two to three cups a day. That's something that actually a lot of doctors would recommend and say it's healthy for you. But if you find it to be very jittery, but you still need that boost, that's where energy gummies come in. You know, it's something right. that... For us, we made sure to formulate also with L-theanine, our caffeine's derived from green tea. So these are very clean boosts of energy that are meant to sustain you. So, you know, for me, it's just also understanding that discourse is happening online. We're seeing those customer reviews come in. I'm also, uh, along with Danica on my team, we're fielding every single inbound that comes in through Instagram, through TikTok, and we're seeing that this is actually making a measurable impact for people. So that to me was the biggest like, okay, we're on to something and we just have to keep going, keep one foot in front of the other and keep it moving. Yeah, I love that. Like you were talking about like the community aspect that is also being created around like even even a company, even a brand, even a supplement. Uh, like number eight and the things that you guys do, it's like you, like Elise said, like your people will find you. But I think what you guys, what I've seen from the outside looking in is that just by staying true to like who you are, educating people on the issues, educating people on new studies, you're also not just like letting your people find you, but you're also bridging gaps. Like you're also like not just staying in a lane, like Yes, you're running your course. Yes, you're staying true to who you are. But because of that, you're bridging gaps and bringing new people into being like, okay, let me think about brain health a little different that maybe wouldn't necessarily do that in the past. So I I would love to ask this question. Like, what is your biggest hope for uh, like uh, cognitive health in the future and nootropics in the future and for people healing in the future? My biggest hope would be that brain health is a relevant topic and people are talking about it just as much as you would, or actually partaking in it just as much as you would if you're brushing your teeth on a daily basis. I would love for that to just be a routine aspect and to actually even have the foundational knowledge of, hey, when you're feeling anxious or depressed, that's normal. Those are normal feelings that can come up, but there are other things that you can do to combat that. And again, it goes back to what we're AP and I were saying, you know, get yourself to the gym, lift some weights, go outside for a walk. Maybe even the minute that you're waking up, instead of scrolling on your phone, get outside, get some sunshine, go get some fresh air, start your day in that way, not looking at a screen. Um, you know, those are small measurable things that we can all do for ourselves, or even something as simple as, When I'm going to fall asleep, I'm not going to have my phone near me. I'm going to make sure that I'm not looking at a blue light device. And, you know, there's true science behind that that helps to validate why, you know, why should we be doing these things? Mm -hmm. Those are the little habits that really will make an impact on how you show up, how you actually treat yourself, the words that you speak to yourself truly matter. And Mm -hmm. that is my hope of if we can spread that 
you know, even more. I want to just have a megaphone and hold it up to people that, you know, have that knowledge and that that ability to just share. Um, you know, I, I think that is something that I see immense value in just our social good and what we bring to the table through IG, through TikTok, through Meta, you know, like those are the the types of discourse that we find most meaningful, most purposeful. Um, you know, it's not just about the product. It's more so around like, what is our lifestyle? What are the habits that we can change? What's within our control? And, you know, right. how do we all show up in, in the way that we want to, in a way that would make ourselves proud? And that's different for every single person. Right. That's so good. We, uh, we always ask this question to everyone that comes on the show. Obviously, we're the Scatter Joy Project. We're all about joy. We're all about scattering it but we already know what you are tangibly doing to make people's lives better in that way. We're curious to ask what brings you the most joy. I think the one thing that brings me the most joy, I'm someone that really values quality time. So whether that Mm. is just a moment with my husband, we love grabbing brunch in San Francisco. I feel like the brunch culture here is like unreal. So we're part of that, that crew. Mm. And I think just Mm. even, you know, I think taking time out to just spend with people without our phones, without any devices and just catch up and have meaningful discourse, like what we're doing today, like that feeds me and that brings me a lot of joy. And I think a lot of people who are also open to talking about these subjects that may be very scary, may be very, um, you know, daunting. I think when we come together as a collective group and we start sharing, that makes it so much less scary and it helps us feel a lot less alone. So, you know, that's one thing that I, I always am so appreciative of just people. I think especially men who are open to talking about mental health, that's, that's mm. really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I, I feel like, I feel like there's so much more that we could dive into even if it's like your story, the way that mental health is depicted and treated within Asian American culture, neuroscience, all these different things. And so Trina, we got to do, we got to do round two. Absolutely. 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 Hey, where just, just because I know you piqued people's interest, where can they find and follow you find and follow number eight, maybe purchase some supplements there too. Totally. So our website's eight.health. And you can find us on social at weareno.8. Um, again, hopefully if you, you don't resonate with the products, there's something within our content that you can learn from, that you can grow with. And, you know, for us, it's just really wanting to put science at the forefront of everything that we do while making it all aesthetically pleasing and sticky. So hopefully yeah. there's some, some value that you would derive from through those means. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Trina. I so much appreciate you joining us and your story. It's so powerful and impactful until next time. Yes. Part two coming soon. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Look, if you like what you heard, make sure you like follow and subscribe everywhere you guys get your podcast also to stay up to date with everything we're doing with scatter joy go ahead and give our instagram a follow all right at the scatter joy project thanks again for listening see you guys soon